Once it was a province for the Empire of Ergoth, but the Cataclysm changed that. Welcome to another Dragonlance Saga episode. My name is Adam, and today we're going to talk about Carolize in the War of the Lance era. I'd like to take a moment and thank the members of this channel and invite you to consider becoming a member by visiting the link in the description below. You can even pick up Dragonlance gaming materials using my affiliate links. I am referencing the Tales of the Lance box set and the War of the Lance sourcebook for this information. If I leave anything out or misspeak, please leave a comment below. Originally belonging to the first barbarian humans of Ancelon, Carolize was a vast stretch of rugged hills and green savannas. These barbarians wandered the land fighting for dominance and resources. But when the dwarves came and claimed the mountains which cut into and framed the eastern side of Carolize, the barbarians didn't take kindly to losing the territory. War was a constant between them, and for thousands of years it remained that way. Then the wizards came, and the Towers of High Sorcery was created in the northern Weyrith Forest. The barbarians refused to give any more ground and tried their best to expel them as well. This proved as unsuccessful as the dwarves, but when the Hylar came and defined the boundaries of Thorbarden and Carolize, it ended much of the fighting as everyone knew where their territory began and ended. There was a rise of barbarian kings of Tarsus, who stretched out over all of Carolize, even north to Zaxaroth. But the cataclysm changed everything. The maelstrom diverted the climate, pulling the cold north from Ice Reach. Much of the grasslands vanished, and its people retreated north. With the Sylvanisti diaspora, the region has been flooded with new peoples, refugees from a war slowly encroaching on Carolize. While the vast majority are in the port city of Alsip, waiting for passage to southern Ergoth, others have decided to remain. This is the current state of Carolize, wedged in the southwestern tip of Ancelon and bordered by three vast kingdoms, Qualency to the north, Thorbarden to the northeast, and the remnants of the lord city of Tarsus to the east. While the Cataclysm did end the Ergothian rule, it brought with it a vacuum, which the subjugated races took quick advantage of. Persistent attacks from ogres and Thanoi raiders and goblin tribes led by Rashfton form ragtag communities for raiding. Interestingly, the Wizards of High Sorcery are seen most favorably in Carolize due to their aid against these raiders. The scope of this region experiences a vast array of weather. In the north, the mountains are cool most of the year with a wide array of seasonal weather. In the south, Summers are short, lasting from Corrige to Reorksmont, and winters last from Phoenix to the last of Chiselmont. It has more snow than rain annually, and most vegetation thrives from the runoff of lakes. The region has an estimated 103,000 residents, with around 70% being human, 15% hill dwarves, and the rest made up of goblins, Thanoi, and the like. While there are many settlements of note, it is few and far between compared to its former empirical glory. Alsip is the largest, though still small, city with over 9,000 residents. It's the most secure town in Carolize, with its ruler, Duke Berlin Drafford, strictly maintaining sanitation of the streets and shops. They've recently opened a public library and an old temple to Kirijolith. 
Than Kal is the next largest town with over 4,500 residents. This is ruled by the tyrant Rashfton the Oathbreaker. The ogre rules the city composed of goblins, hobgoblins, and ogres. Rashfton rules the villagers of Valens and Swiftwater from here, while the main export is slavery and raiding. Pensdale is the next most populous town with just under 2,000 residents. It's a farming community which found its independence after the Cataclysm. If it weren't for the goblin raids, it would be the most prosperous center of agriculture in the south. Many of the residents were drafted in a militia for protection. They're supplemented by Ororender Hilldwarves and Jocelyn Markennan, daughter of a Salamnic knight, who leads them. Windkeep has under 900 residents. This small citadel is a rare neutral location. The ruler, Baron Winslow of Windkeep, trades with all peoples of Carolize and maintains a small standing army. Hamlet, a village of under 900, was formed as a crossroads between humans from the east, mountain folk of the north, and dwarves of the west. It sits west of a pass in the Bluegate Mountains, which leads to Tarsus. Their mayor is a hill dwarf named Hessil Iron Twister. She is overprotective and keeps the town safe from smugglers and bandits. The town is surrounded by a wooden palisade for protection and features a number of wells to underground springs for protection. Lastly is Halterwood, a hamlet of under 400. This port village borders the Quolnisty Woods. Legends say a Quolnisty male fell in love with a human female and built the refuge for their mutual protection. Liam Halter sees to the protection and collection of monthly taxes and welcomes anyone who needs a safe place to stay. Of course, in this wild region, while settlements may be scarce, there are some important sites of note. Deadlights is a phenomenon which occurs in the ruins of Wa. Bands, curtains, and streams of colored lights appear in the sky. These are both fascinating and terrifying, as the locals believe them to be the spirits of evil folk who have passed into the great beyond. These spirits apparently do not like their existence and try to return to Kryn. The Firecrab Hills contain a druidic cult to the god of disease, Morgian. While this cult is believed to have been exterminated by the mayor of Hamlet, strange abductions still occur in this area. Some blame ogres, but the memory and fear of a resurging cult remains. Lastly, the frozen hills stretch from Wa and Vash fortresses to the deep south. This territory has been claimed by the Thanoi to the harsh winter conditions that seem to permeate it year-round. Life in Carolize is tough, and it's a region of Anslon that is ripe for adventuring in the Worthlands era. Locals are always in need of mercenaries to defend against the raiders, and the ancient ruins of Argothian settlement are ripe for exploration, if you can get through the Thanoi who have occupied them. The plains still feature some nomadic tribes, and hill dwarves are present for trading or bartering. If there is ever a place to try to set up your own roots, free from the governance of the majority of Ancelon, the Carolize might just be the place for you. And that is all I have to say about Carolize in the War of the Lands era. What do you think of the vast plains? Do you like the idea of exploring former imperial ruins? And finally, if the cults of Morgian are on the rise, would you help to stop them? Leave a comment below. I'd like to take a moment and remind you to subscribe to this YouTube channel, ring the bell to get notified about upcoming videos, and click the like button. This all goes to help other Dragonlance fans learn about this channel and its content. Thank you for watching. This has been Adam with Dragonlance Saga, and until next time, remember, sometimes it hurts to care, doesn't it, Karaman? but it's better than being empty inside.